Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is Jamie C, also known as Pretty Little Ombre. And today we have a really exciting uh, topic. We are gonna be talking to one of the OG Salt Society and Salt Hair members, Ashley. Hi, Ash. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm really excited to talk to you about this journey because I don't think many people know our story, but when I was actively working as a renter, Ashley was one of my, she was one of my, my blonding clients. Do you remember the first time I made you really blonde? I do. I remember. She was working uh, in a skin, what would you call it? Like a skin? Medical, med, med spa. spa. Med spa. Med spa, that's what it's called. A med spa down the hall. And she became a client of mine. And I remember at this point, I was very overwhelmed with being a renter. I had all the responsibilities and I was doing all the correspondence and all these things. And I had just started my Instagram and I had all of these things going on. I also only, I think Charlotte, my oldest daughter was maybe six months old at the time. And Ashley sat in my chair and I remember vividly her saying to me, hey, I love what you're doing. And if you ever need any help, I think that was all you needed to say. Cause I'm like, I'll take all the help. Thank you. I just needed someone yeah. to tell me, <laughs> take the help. And so Ashley started working for me. She actually quit her job and worked for me. I still don't understand how the hell we got to where we are now, but we did it. We're here. We're here. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, Ashley has been, like I said, the OG. She's been there since the beginning. And interestingly enough, um, Ashley has a really awesome background, unlike myself, where I'm just, I feel like I'm just an artist. And (laughs) I'm not just an artist, but you know, I feel that way sometimes. But um, would you tell us a little bit about your background and how you're able to use what you know or have learned in the past and how you use it inside of this business? Yeah. Tell us about about it all. Sure. So just to back up a little bit, um, I think it's important to to know, obviously, Jamie and I have very very polar opposite um, in the sense of just having how we view things and how we look at things, but I think that that is truly how we've been able to make this part up or this like connection um, so genuine because we do see things from very different points of view. So, I mean, even going back from like day one or as a small child, I, even in school, I was always the math sign. I was never the English or the history kids. So I loved numbers. I loved you add this number and this number and you get this solution. There is only one solution or you mix this ingredient and this ingredient and then this is what you get. Like it's very, 
it's very systematic and factual. And I th I have come from a long line of people who who act that way. And my grandfather was very big into finances for a very large company here in um, Connecticut. And I think that that is really just how I kind of was raised and adapted and, and what I really truly felt comfortable in. So when it came time to pick a degree and going to college and kind of really advancing my career, going into business or a management or marketing type of role felt very comfortable. It felt very natural. Um, my mom always said I was the three-year-old that would negotiate with her in terms of uh, uh, if I have this, can I get this? Like I was three years old negotiating terms and conditions with my mom and dad. So, so it made sense that I was, that I was a, attracted to this type of, of role and environment. So I had a lot of corporate jobs. I worked for larger companies in the medical field in the retail industry. And I remember it was my first job. I was 16 years old. I was working in a retail um, facility as just a, just like an associate. I mean, I was 16, it was my first job. And I remember within three weeks, they promoted me to manager. And I was 16. And I was managing people who were like in their 30s and 40s. And I was just, fake it till you make it. Just, just figure it out. I mean, and I think that's really where my science and mathematical brain come from it's like okay you add this and you add this and you get this like there's only one option and the only option is to succeed so that mentality really has kind of like driven me to where i am today so fast forward to salt which is my beautiful little baby that i love so very very much um, and I'm super grateful and fortunate that Jamie has given me this opportunity to to kind of showcase where I truly feel comfortable. Um, so, so yeah, so here we are. And I think how how I really like navigate through like salt hair and salt society is really just just that. Like I'm I'm love and I love so much to be a part of this creative environment and industry where people around me are so different and they bring like so much value and and creativity to the table that I lack in that way and I've I've always been so attracted to that and to that environment but just my brain doesn't work that way so salt has truly given me the op the opportunity to have like best of both worlds really um so as, as for salt, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a little later, but my, I feel like I've done almost every, every position in salt that, that salt has to offer. So I really have helped cultivate the systems and the policies and really cultivating what that front desk or front end or managerial position looks like within salt, which that torch has now been passed to Nicole, which I'm sure we will hear from her at some point on here, which she's an amazing human. Um, but now really my role is kind of the human resources side of things and really taking on that management role more so now. Um, and what I've, what I've really learned is that everybody wants to feel a part of this like bigger picture thing. Um, I mean, I myself wanted to, when, you know, I first met Jamie and we were, we really can 
connected instantly and everybody wants to feel heard and everybody wants to feel listened to if I can take my background and really give people the tools and the tips to kind of make make their voice be heard or if I can do something to implement that 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 is really where I like feel like true passion is really allowing people to to be heard and to give them the the tools and the systems and the policies and whatever it may be to making sure that their um, creativity is protected in that way um, so yeah so that's that's really me in a, me in a nutshell it's been it's been a wild ride of growth though and I think that um, you had said, you know, that you have always worked for larger companies and corporate positions. So kind of shifting into something that's completely different from that, which is basically artistry, right? You've been able to now fast forward multiple years being in this business. You've been able to implement your managerial skills and kind of your area of genius now for the beauty industry, which is a beautiful thing. However, you know, you also, had to adjust to working for a small business and that is a lot different from working corporate it's i mean completely polar opposite so what was that like for you in terms of going from uh, kind of this corporate position with a lot of people and kind of staying in your lane and doing your things to then really being a part of like cultivating this brand and this mission for something that was on a much smaller scale yeah absolutely um it definitely is so refreshing and beautiful beautiful to be a part of something that you really have seen grow from from the grounds up to where we are today and as though as refreshing as that is there like you said there are some hurdles and obstacles and i think the biggest one is working in a corporate setting or working for lar- working for larger companies you never allow yourself to build those personal connections and relationships with um, your boss, with someone who financially supports your family or allows you to financially support your family, or you, you never allow yourself to kind of get that personal. Um, And I don't, and it's not that you don't allow yourself to, it's just your job doesn't allow for it. It's it's very matter of fact, you have your own cubicle or your office and you kind of just go and you do whatever you need to do and you clock out. Well, when working for a small company and you truly do feel like you're a part of that bigger picture and that vision, you can't help but get emotionally invested. And with being emotionally invested within a small company, you just naturally, and inherently as human beings get emotionally connected to the people that you're so working with um whether texting them after business hours about something completely unrelated because you genuinely one care about them but two have similar interests so it's not it doesn't feel like work at that point which is great um but that was definitely a learning curve for me to kind of like compartmentalize in my brain to say this is when we're working and this is when we're not working. Um, And with a small business, it is a lot harder to compartmentalize those things, especially, I mean, the reality of it is everybody has so much going on outside of work in their personal lives, whether, you know, whether it be a new mom, whether it be battling depression, whether it be, I mean, it's just endless. Like the amounts of things that people deal with on a daily basis are 
so difficult. So it's really just navigating, okay, when do I step in as a friend here and when do I step in as an, an employee or a fellow colleague? And that's kind of the struggle that I've truly never had to deal with before. Cause like I said, you, you clock in, you say hi to Sally who's sitting in her cubicle across the way from you and you just move on and and you sit with them for your 30 minute lunch break and you talk about like I don't want to say meaningless things but there's no real like genuine connection in that way um so I mean again I am super grateful um I recently had a daughter back in February and she is five months almost six months old now and I mean, everybody came to my baby shower and everybody showed me like immense support and, and gratitude. And I'm so grateful for that. But I truly feel like if I worked for a corporate environment, like I wouldn't have had that experience. So I am grateful, but it also is challenging, challenging. Yeah, it has pros and cons. I think every situation does. And at the end of the day, I would much rather be a part of something I feel deeply connected to. Yeah because it makes it feel so much more important. The work that you do feels so much more meaningful. And when you spend, I mean, honest to goodness, I mean, most people spend more time working than they do with their own families. You know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week sometimes, and you sure as hell wanna enjoy what you're doing. And when you feel like you're just part of like, a hamster wheel, or I don't even know if that's the phrase that I wanna use, but you don't really feel, like an integral component to the success of a company or feel really truly heard or feel important um, or for, you know, then that become there, there's a little bit like of resentment that starts to happen. Like, is this my life? Is this really what lights me up? Is this what gives me joy? So being able to be deeply connected with people that you work with, I feel is definitely the route that I would want to take, but it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, especially if, you know, you want to just like go to work, go home. You don't want to talk to people. You just want to do your job and go home. Like <laughs> then maybe corporate's great, you know? Uh, but everyone has a different, you know, everyone has a different way of processing information and their work environments and what they need to feel a certain way. Uh, but I personally love being a part of something that I feel so deeply connected to and the people that are surrounding me, I feel supported by. I don't feel like people just think it's a job it feels important it feels bigger and speaking on that I remember (laughs) I remember you saying to me and you said this I mean I can't even tell you Ash how many times you've said this to me and it was was like I couldn't see it but you always could which I always thought was really incredible is you would always say to me think bigger picture Jamie think bigger picture stop thinking so granularly and this is, this is something so much bigger. This says, and I was just like, I don't know the frick you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> just need to get this thing done. But you would always say like, salt is so much bigger. There's, there's something so much bigger that's coming. And honestly, when you think kind of perspective, like you think perspectively, now I look back on meeting you for the first time. I think back to just renting a chair in that little boutique salon to working in that solo suite with you. And that was like the first time that we ever worked together. 
to then opening the salon, to then opening Salt Society, then to like traveling the globe of, you know, a tour and being able to create a product line and sell products and be able to help people and create a travel team. And I'm thinking like, it was always so much bigger and you always saw that. Yeah. Where I had like tunnel vision, I think. I was just like kind of like moving I think I see it now, but I think I also am like in a clearer headspace than I ever have been, which is great. <laughs> but what, I'm, I'm just out of curiosity. What do you think was that feeling or that idea that this was always something bigger that you could always see, but maybe I couldn't? Well, to tell you, I, I think it is, even going to be even bigger than what it is currently and I think I've always told you I'll let you know when we get there and I'll let you know when we get there and we're just still not there yet and I guess do I have this idea of what this exactly looks like no I think um I haven't I have a true passion and drive for for whatever is going to happen that's got that will happen with this company but I think, again, I think this just just truly boils down to my childhood. I've had, I'm an only child. I have had two loving and supportive parents who will literally go to the ends of the earth to making sure that I need have everything that I have ever wanted. They have instilled this confidence within me that I've had since day one. I mean, like I said, I was the three-year-old that was negotiating it. And I had the confidence at three to negotiate with a grown woman who happened to be my mother to, to just, to just wish for more and to just ask for more and to just want more for, for everybody that I like embody myself with. So that truly is kind of really where that like driving force comes from is I think I just want everybody to be the best that they can be and everything to be the best that it can be. And I think that that is truly what I was missing in the corporate setting is you kind of don't really have that bigger picture. You don't have a, you do have a a sight of the bigger picture, but you don't have a say in what, in what happens. So, um, I think that that, that's really where it stems from is I truly find so much passion in, um, and fire really and drive to to kind of make something the best that it can be and the most beautiful that it can be so that's really where where it comes from Mm. well I love that I think that's a good thing about you (laughs) for sure um so seeing as we have been kind of (laughs) on this it's a great quality to have Uh, Instead of like, I wish the worst, I (laughs) wish it's more uh, being, and I think that we kind of share that too. And I always say it's a blessing and a curse for me because I'm able to look at someone and see their area of genius so clearly, even though they can't see it themselves. And I want to push them outside of their comfort zone and like get them to where they should be going, which is really challenging because you can really only meet someone where they're at, right? You can only get to emotionally spiritually like you can only reach them where they're at and it's really hard when you can see the picture so clearly for somebody else and they can't see it for them they can't see it um but i think 
with guidance and love, like it gets there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And most importantly, a lot of healing, because normally the reason why someone doesn't can't see their own potential is because of these limiting blocks that they've had um, and been programmed to believe about themselves. So it takes a lot of growth and development for someone to really kind of lean into kind of the position that they're really meant to be in. Uh, So but seeing as you kind of have been with me since I started this small business that had kind of grown into two small businesses. Um, There's a lot of people who are probably listening who are either salon owners, suite owners, people who maybe aspire to open a salon or people who aspire to become educators or open their own education companies or product lines or all of these things or all the dreamers that are listening to the podcast. And I want, the thing is that I want to commend anyone who's listening right now because there's there's something inside of someone when when there's something kind of like continually knocking at your soul that's like hey do this and then you keep suppressing it but it keeps coming back up that's just like a sign that you're meant to do it and it becomes really scary and almost you become frozen with the what ifs and the scariness of failing and you become paralyzed in the worst case scenario when you never really are able to kind of unveil what the beauty could actually look like of following what this dream is. But for anyone who is either wanting to start a small business or is really kind of, I wanna say is thinking about it, is maybe in the process of doing it, like what is your biggest piece of advice that you would give them, Ash? Yeah. Um, the biggest advice I would, I would give is to never lose sight of what, of what that dream or that vision is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that sounds so, so but it is so true. If you, if you just envision it being what your life currently is, mm-hmm. then eventually it's just going, going to be that way. And I think just the biggest advice is to never take no for an answer because because you truly if that's truly what you're called to do and you just said it perfectly if that dream or that vision or that idea keeps knocking then you're just truly supposed to to do that and if you're compelled to do so you should and if everybody if everybody could follow their dreams and everybody could open up a business or open up an education space or if it was easy everybody would be doing it and i think if you can overcome those obstacles i i think that that's that's the biggest thing is just to never never give up on it to i hate using the word fake it till you make it or using the term rather but it is true it's really just just envisioning your life to be to be the way that you want it and eventually I think that you'll kind of start to 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 live that life so that's my biggest thing never lose sight never lose sight so hold on to your vision yeah and you know whether that be ensuring that you have the most supportive people around you who consistently are reminding you of your strength and your bravery because anyone who opens a small business has untapped bravery within them like honestly if you open a small business you already have bravery it's scary as all hell and when you can do that and you open up your doors you open up that business and you do that that means you already have this 
kind of fiery bravery that's kind of living inside of you. And then it's just taking that next step of never losing your fire. And that really, really is super dependent on the people that are surrounding you. Um, And the stories that you tell yourself. I think those are really, really important. (laughs) Really important. Uh, So in the next episode, um, Ashley and I are actually going to be taking um, one of the the biggest things that um, uh, small business owners face, uh, hairstylists face, um, which is kind of having difficult conversations. And that is really, really important to navigate because human connection and human conversations are one of the most, um, I think, overlooked and there is a science to it. There really is. There's a science to breaking it down. There's the mindset component of it, but there's also, um, it's really important to continue relationships, to continue rebuilding the things that you believe in. And that is really important when you're either talking to your boss or talking to a coworker, or if you are, you know, uh, I mean, these are the things that you can even take into your personal life. So I'm really excited to take this um, episode and for you guys to to listen to this because there's some really good juicy bits in there. So, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, share your story with us, uh, with everyone who's listening. Thank you for being an integral part of Salt Hair and Salt Society and kind of for always seeing the beautiful end goal even if I couldn't see it it's very much appreciated thank you so much for having me I am super grateful to be a part of this crazy wild ride that we live (laughs) I love it wouldn't have it any other way me either thank you so much and we'll see you in the next episode